You're listening to the Weed Smart Podcast, where each fortnight we chat about dealing with those pesky weeds. Welcome to another edition of the Weed Smart Podcast. This week we're a little bit later in getting out the podcast because I have been over in northern New South Wales for Weed Smart Week out of Narrabri. But it's worth the wait. We're going to be giving you a great overview of what we learnt, uh, hearing from some farmers and agronomists who attended both the forum day and the farm visits day the following day. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Peter Newman. How are you going? Yeah, very well, Jess. I'm very well rested, of course, because I ended up not going to Weed Smart Week at the last minute, whereas you guys uh, had a pretty busy week by the sound of it. It was busy, and I guess one of the themes of this trip, I guess, for our team, our Weed Smart team, is we had lots of issues with travel. And so, yeah, unfortunately, you weren't able to attend due to flight restrictions not being available. And then we ended up getting our flight cancelled in the last minute when we were trying to fly into Moree. So, so tell it, me about that. What lots of drama. You were at Sydney Airport, and then at what, three o'clock in the afternoon, was it? I, I was in Sydney a bit earlier, so I was there for the weekend with my friend, and yeah, I got a text message at 3.30 while the rest of the team were flying over from Perth at 3.30 in the afternoon saying that our flight to Moree had been cancelled. So our original plan was to fly to Moree on the Sunday and then drive from Moree Airport to our accommodation in Narrabri. So we were, we were fully set up. We were going to be having a nice cruisy entry into Weed Smart um, starting on the Monday, but unfortunately it didn't quite go to plan with that plane being cancelled. Well, luckily I have a really great friend, my friend Yen. She is one of the managers at Avis and so I was actually sitting next to her when I got the text and she called the guy who was on duty at Sydney Airport and he said, yeah, definitely put a car aside. It's a mad rush. Everyone is trying to get uh, car, car hire because so many flights were cancelled. So basically, there was something to do with the crosswinds, and it happens apparently about twice a year, and it means that one of the runways can't be used. And so all the flights which were scheduled to go on the runway, which interfered with those winds, were cancelled. So heaps of flights were cancelled. So we managed to get uh, hire cars and the like, but yeah, then we had a pretty sketchy drive <laughs> to Narrabri with Kiralee and Greg, our extension agronomist, unfortunately hitting a kangaroo, and uh, we had to drive pretty slow for the last two hours of the journey as well with hundreds of kangaroos. I've never seen so many on the road, so it was yeah. pretty sketchy. <laughs> and so what time did you get to Narrabri? We ended up getting into town at 2.30 in the morning, so... Oh. Yeah, we had a few hours sleep and, and then we'll straight into it. But it all went really well. Uh, we got lots of good feedback and the presenters were all excellent, really good standard and I think everyone really did learn a lot. So it was well worth the effort, I think. Oh, that's good, Jess. I must admit I do feel a little bit guilty about missing out on <laughs> on that experience. But uh, well done to you guys for, for getting there and pulling it off against the odds. Thanks, Pete. And yeah, we would have would have loved to have had you there as well. But yeah, it was one of those years where everything kind of went a bit awry. So, <laughs> well, you got there in the end. So, how did it go? Really well. So we had 
the forum day on Monday and there really wasn't any, like everyone had such a great presentation. The standard was really high, lots of really diverse messages, which were all centered around the Weed Smart Big Six, which you can look up on the website and have a read of. And so we were really impressed with all the farmers and agronomists and, and researchers as well who presented. We had Michael Walsh presenting as well. So yeah, thank you again to uh, all the people who presented and helped set up uh, for Weed Smart and yeah, it was a great success. So we're going to hear a little bit of feedback from the people who attended the event shortly, Pete. But what were you up to while we were away? Did you have any highlights? I know you, you went to the Want for Field days while we were in northern New South Wales. I did. So Want for had a day at Minganew here on Monday where they demonstrated some different tillage machinery and boom sprays. Uh, because Minganew Expo had been the previous week and so a lot of the, the machinery companies kept their gear around for a few days and demonstrated them in a paddock. Uh, so yeah, I went along to that and saw some great things. One thing was a six metre spader with its own 400 horsepower engine, which is locally made here in Geraldton. Very cool. Uh, yeah, it's a monster of a thing. <laughs> um, so amazing to see what can be made locally in a shed in Geraldton. Great effort by those guys. Uh, New Fab, I think it was. And the other thing which I saw, which I think you guys might have seen perhaps at Beefwood, was the Agrifac. Yeah, we did. With the cameras that can see and spray uh, and we'll be able to do green from green spraying, so detecting wild radish in wheat and that sort of thing. So uh, that was amazing to see. I can't believe how quickly... I mean, we've been waiting for that technology for years, but um, I really was quite surprised to see how quickly it has arrived in the last 12 months um, to our shores and to be able to see that it is looking like something that we will have in the next couple of years. It's very exciting. And a funny story about uh, the Beefwood farm, actually. Cindy Benjamin stood in front of the autonomous tractor to prove that it would stop. And that was... (laughs) It did, thankfully. (laughs) But, yeah, Lisa Mayer, uh, the Weed Smart Manager, she wasn't impressed that Paul McIntosh, our extension agronomist, threw Cindy out there. Threw Cindy under the (laughs) autonomous tractor. (laughs) But, yeah, Cindy was really brave and, yeah, she did it and it stopped and it was, yeah, impressive with all the... How far away from her did it stop? It was a pretty decent distance. I couldn't couldn't put a figure on it, but, yeah, probably at least five metres, I think, at least. I think it's probably quite a bit more than that, but yeah. Yeah, definitely looked like a significant distance. So she was definitely safe, which is good. So we're going to hear from a couple of farmers first. We've got a little package. So we did speak to quite a few people on the day, but obviously if we spoke to everyone, the podcast would be a whole day long. So we've got a great little package coming up for you with Mark Day. He's a farmer from Lockhart, Tim Rethus and Sam Eastwood. They're both from the Wimmera area and also Weed Smart Week uh, will be co-organised by BCG and they're part of BCG as well for next year. And in this little package coming up, we're also going to be hearing from Jason Rogers and he's just out of Moree Farming. So uh, yeah, we'll take a listen to them in a moment. You've had the opportunity to have a listen to the interviews. What did you take out of some of their responses, Pete? Yeah, it just sort of struck me, depending on where the farmers are, some from the far north are having just starting to see a few resistance problems now, whereas the guys in the south sound like they've been dealing with resistant weeds for a while, have started to adopt a few of the practices, and it sounds like the adoption of things like harvest weed seed control on crop competition is about to take off in that part of the world. So sounded to me like they are really uh, 
ready to listen because this is stuff they've heard about for a while and then they've just spent a couple of days with other people talking about it all and, and it sounds like for the South, uh, particularly those guys from BCG, they are ready to, to get stuck into it. Yeah, it's really exciting. All right, let's take a listen. Mark Day from uh, Lockhart in southern New South Wales. And just tell us a little bit about your farming system. Um, basically a f- uh, dry land cropping farm or winter crops, wheat, barley, canola and a pulse for your rotation. Yeah, that's, that's basically all we, all we grow. And what weed control tactics are you using on your farm at the moment? Uh, so uh, we, from the harvest weed seed control, we run the um, e-march aftex on, on the harvesters, double breaks through after a brown manure crop followed by a um, canola crop followed by two cereals so that's probably the basis of the system i suppose double break and a and the chaff decks yeah cool yeah so <laughs> what was the highlight for you mark uh, from look, the forum listening to um, michael walsh's talk on yeah his take on all the different weed control tac- tactics for uh, harvest weed control and the the results from the different weeds and you know, what he's actually captured during the have a sweet seed process. Yeah, for sure. And we've been on the road today going around looking at some farms. What have you uh, got out of today so far? Ah, so we've had an eye-opening trip into Beefwood Farms in uh, northern New South Wales here and, um, yeah, very uh, very schmick-running uh, operation by the look of it. And, um, yeah, very very impressed. It was actually the first bit of green crop I think we saw from uh, Narrabri to up here to uh, Cropper Creek. So they must be doing something right. Yeah, definitely. And is there anything that you'll have a think about or potentially take on board that you've kind of taken away from Weed Smart Week and apply back home in your farm? Yeah, look, I think we can, um, you know, take take a bit of the message home on the mix and rotate and, you know, try and, um, yeah, do a little bit better with some of our um, herbicide applications. Excellent. Well, thanks so much. No worries. Thanks, Jess. Hi, I'm Tim Reithers. I'm from the Wimmera near Horsham. Uh, we have a large farm down there. It's dry land, control traffic, zero till. Uh, we're progressive farmers. We're always looking for the next thing. And um, that's why we're here for Weed Smart Week. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we've been looking over the big six from Weed Smart and, yeah, talking lots of different tactics uh, for weed control. And we had the forum day yesterday. What did you take out of that day? And were there some messages that really stood out for you? There was a few interesting things, but the one that I thought was most attractive, not necessarily to me, um, we don't do chaff, chaff lining, but um, Warwick Holding was talking about um, weed lining, which is spraying the chaff lines with a special boom setup, which is a really efficient way to cut back on chemical costs and target the, the problem areas. And there was some some nuances he'd found with timing, and I thought that was a really good learning. Yeah, there were some really good cost savings there with his approach. Yeah, and we've been on the road today going to a few farms. Uh, what what were some of the highlights from today so far for you? So I think it's the uh, the principles the farmers are following. So Tom Lampy, which we saw early at Obiwa, he's uh, really keen on his livestock and he was making it work and integrating his livestock into his cropping program. And yet then we went onwards to Beefwood and uh, Beefwood was, was fantastic. Um, they've got a really good setup there. Clearly it's working for them. They've got a lot of green crops, but they've got their principles too that they stick by. They're not focused on harvest weed seed control but they have to make up for that with more attention to detail in other areas so they've got some spot spraying and roboticized spot spraying even and and some of the other gear they're looking at their agrifac with its aic um, spray control yeah it's very cool and yeah obviously it shows that you don't have to use we're not saying you have to use every one of the big six uh weed smart big six but just yeah whatever fits into your farming system and you can adapt it to make it work for you try and do that so yeah it's a it's good to see people making it work with 
different kind of tactics for weed control. Diversity in, in tactics as well as diversity in management practices. That's it, that's it. And uh, yeah, any other comments that you had about the, the event so far? I think it's uh, quite good. It's really good to mingle with some of the growers that are outside of our region and finding out what their problems are. There's definitely some big differences between how we manage things. Uh, a lot of talk here about using residuals in their knockdowns. Um, we've been using residuals a lot. There's just preems for us. Um, but we don't summer crops, so I can see why. And it's mm. good to understand the differences and then also understand the problems that they've got out of that and why we do what we do and, and some of the things that we can learn from them um, as, as a result, yeah. And was, is there anything that you, you've taken away that you think you might apply on your own farm back home? It'd be really interesting to see what happens with this um, narrow rows. Um, we are not narrow row, we're at 15 inch and we are practicing a, um, a minimum disturbance method. But there's a lot of pressure to go to narrow rows and so I guess the question is do you do that or do we stick to our guns and stick to our principles and yeah. uh, try and make up for it in other areas? Yeah, you'll have to see. Oh, we'll look forward to finding out because you're going to be hosting next year. Yes, Mark. everybody BCG. get down to the BCG one in the Wimmera. It's going to yeah. be great. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Jess. Sam Eastwood from uh, Caniva in the West Room of Victoria. Um, yeah, we're continuous cropping um, operation, running on about 1,350 hectares. Yeah, uh, crops consist of uh, bread wheat, durum, uh, canola, uh, vetch hay, oat and hay, and uh, lentils and faba beans. And faba beans, great. And you were at the Weed Smart Forum Day yesterday and you've come on the uh, bus tour today. What did you get out of the Forum Day yesterday? Oh, there was a there was a lot of uh, big key points there. I think um, the one that's that's uh, I suppose not being targeted as much um, down the West Wimmera is a harvest weed seed control. I think that's something um, that growers in our region can really work on or work towards. There is a bit of um, cultural burning that still goes on, but yeah. um, whether it's targeted enough in in windrows and chaff lines, yeah, I think there's there's definitely some work to to be done there. That's a that's an area we we can improve, and also crop competition from from earlier sowing and and narrow row spacings. So yeah, some challenges for Wimmera growers in that space with uh, with clay soils and sticky soils and and um, maybe adopting say disc seeders but there's a lot of challenges around that space as well so yeah and we were out on the farm tour today we're at our last stop at the Jackson family farm what what did you take out of today what were the highlights for you I reckon yeah the first property that uh, we went to I thought was was really good. We saw an integration there um, with a double knock program, where the second knock was actually um, done with livestock. Yeah. And I think there's a there's a great fit for Wimmera growers um, using that that system because there's a lot of mixed enterprises in around the Wimmera there, and and a lot of people either. Um, have their own stock already um, in sheep or they they trade um, prime lambs so I know that's a that's a thing that we do we run them through uh, yeah buy them in in kind of October November run them through our favour beans stubble so we've got them on the place um, so I think possibly we can be uh, yeah better use utilizing livestock as a as a double knock yeah it's just another another method that's not using chemical to yeah. to help integrate in our system there I think I thought that was great and yeah obviously we yeah, Beefwood Farms was, was, was great to look at the possibilities. They're on a 
are on a really big scale. They do it really well. And their optical spraying solutions that they're using there, yeah, that's that's kind of, I think, showing what's possible when you can get to a bigger scale. And maybe that's that's technology that might be shared amongst smaller growers in the Wimmera that can be utilised there. Yeah, because a lot of these processes, you know, they, they obviously, some cost a lot of money, some mm, don't. Yeah. And um, it's you've got to have a, a strong business case to be able to adopt certain things so yeah whether you can dilute costs in in sharing equipment with other growers to yeah for, yeah. for everyone's benefit yeah That's that could a, be a really good way to do it and then mm. yeah obviously you coming along and uh being able to see how it works and you can share that information and it gives it a bit more credence for maybe adopting a, something like that in the future maybe as a, as a group rather than not being aware and yeah there's a there's definitely challenges around adopting things in groups like that everyone's got their own mm. their own model yeah, and their own business to run but um but we've got to start thinking outside the box um, and thinking of different ways that we can we can tackle this program because um, yeah obviously we we haven't been doing um, the chemical program for a long time mm-hmm. and we're coming up against some really steep challenges so yeah. we've we've really got to come around and look at this from another angle and that's the beauty of being up here and um, we're seeing things that we are doing at home and getting confirmation that yep that we're on the right track there but we're also seeing some things that we're not doing at home yeah and um, you know we can we can see that. You know, maybe we can adapt adapt this to our system and, and get some benefit. Awesome. So, Weed Smart Week, what's your final verdict on the and the time you've had so far this this time around? Yeah, look, it, no, it's it's been a fantastic couple of days. Um, it's well worth well worth coming to as a as a grower and and even as a um, an advisor. I reckon it'd be fantastic um, for advisors to get along to this and see see some of this. Um, yeah, and yeah, these days like, it, it does take a couple of days out of your time up, but the um, the money it can save you and the heartache it can save you um, over over a number of years and things you can learn. Um, yeah, just well worth your, your time invested. So, no, yeah, fantastic. So. All right, well, thanks. We're being rounded up. We better get on the bus. All right, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, Jason Rogers is my name. We're we're farming um, so about thirty-five to forty kilometres northwest of Moree. Um, we're predominantly in a winter crop rotation there. We're um, sort of doing uh, wheat, barley, and then in with break crops of canola, linseed, chickpeas. And you were kind enough to speak today on our farm visit tour. Can you give a bit of a brief overview of what you shared with our uh, group today? Yeah, we were just, uh, I guess I was just describing our situation where where we're battling um, summer summer um, grass weed and summer um, and summer broadleaf weeds as well in our uh, in our fallows throughout summer period. Yeah, so I guess I was just giving a bit of an idea of what what we're trying to do to get ahead of those grasses with um, you know tactics like early early spraying in there early while they're young and fresh. Um, and then following up with uh, double knocks, you know that may be uh, chromoxone or to uh, clean up any any survivors and if they're still survivors after that we we go around with a chipping hoe and and um try and clear them up then we're just yeah just trying to trying to get on top of those populations yeah excellent and you've joined us on the tour today as well what have you got out of the day today jason oh it's just interesting to be around like-minded like-minded growers and uh yeah you're just just picking up little little ideas here and there on on the edges um what other people are, are doing and um yeah so 
Yeah, no, there's probably no big silver bullet, but you're just picking up little ideas all the time. Yeah, that's it. So do you have an example of maybe some something that you picked up or piqued your interest today? Look, it was really interesting at, at Beefwood to see what they're doing up there with their um, autonomous tractor uh, coupled up to the to the weed it and yeah. um yeah so i guess uh it, it was quite exciting to see the green on green um machines there as as well to um yeah that's that's gonna be an interesting space to keep an eye on yeah definitely as, uh, yeah as um you know as those machines yeah become uh go into production more and what's your overview of what weed smart's all about what have you taken away from weed smart i guess for those out there who aren't so familiar with what weed smart does yeah look i guess it's just yeah just trying to drum in drum in that message to us that um you know we can't we can't bury our head in the sand about this you know with our resistant problems we cannot afford to lose to lose uh chemicals and in, in our farming system so um yeah, I guess just that. I guess just that um, that idea of, of leaving no survivors, not letting if there are resistant um, weeds getting through, just just not letting them populate and and uh, letting the situation get worse. Get worse. That's it. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jason, and thanks for joining us for Weed Smart Week. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thanks very much to those farmers who took a bit of time out of our busy day on the farm visits to give us some feedback. Mark Day, Tim Reether, Sam Eastwood and Jason Rogers. And Pete, we're going to hear next from a couple of brothers who came to Weed Smart Week. They're from central Queensland. So Justin and Roy Steyer, different situation to the growers who attended from the south. What did you take out of some of the comments they made? Yeah, I guess as I alluded to before the last package is that these guys are really just, they've really been herbicide-focused because they haven't had a big problem in the past and now the problem of some resistant weeds is starting to show up. So, yeah, they are still probably a little herbicide-focused thinking, okay, we need to move to residuals and some strategic tillage sort of comes up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's early, early days in that part of the world, but uh, they sounded like they really had a good week and were, were ready to learn. Yeah, they were really enthusiastic. Let's take a listen. Justin Steyer, um, Glomont, Central Queensland. Mixed cattle and grain, mostly dryland grain farming. At 3,600 hectares, predominantly summer rainfall. A mixture of summer and winter crops, yeah, dryland cotton, sorghum, chickpeas, wheat predominantly. Yeah, cool. And what sort of weed control tactics are you using on your farm at the moment? Oh, mostly just spraying, but not so much in the double knocks yet. We're only really starting to see some res- resistant roads grass um, just now. It's not, it's a new thing for us, so it's good to come down and learn. Yeah, for sure. Of what could be our potential issues yeah, in life. definitely. <laughs> so you were at the forum day yesterday. What were some of the highlights for you? Oh, just seeing so many people very active in taking on the challenges of each of their different farming systems it's, yeah it's real encouraging or inspiring i suppose and see so much work that's already done mm. that we can work off of um for our future because a lot of problems in the south that we don't have yet at all you know yeah so that's pretty inspiring to see that yeah. awesome <clears throat> and so was there a tactic in particular that you you mentioned double breaks that you're starting to sort of get into that 
potentially. Were there any other tactics which were discussed at the forum or on farm today which you thought would maybe suit your farming system? Yeah, probably use the residuals but be very careful with the plant backs and yeah, get more into that and to um, not let any weeds survive, like do whatever it takes to get out there and hand pull them. Yeah, I was going to say, would you chip them out? Yeah, and, yeah. or a small plough and, and just be a lot more vigilant. And another thing we notice a lot is <clears throat> a lot of things are introduced because of machinery, um, mostly grain harvesters. And, yeah, even in that area, be more vigilant because there's a lot of things that we don't got that are in other farming systems, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably one thing we need to continue to be or even become more vigilant about, you know. Yeah. And so was it, was it worth coming along to Weed Smart Week, do you think? Oh, yeah, terrific. Yeah, wonderful, yeah. Great. Uh, Roy Steyer from central Queensland. Yeah, we farm 3,000 hectares. One farm's north of Claymore and um, heavy black soil south of just east of Capella. Have, we farm chickpeas, wheat and... Um, small portion of cotton and sorghum is our main summer crop. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And what about your weed control tactics? What are you using on your um, farm at the moment? Because <clears throat> we have light scrub soil north of Claremont, we have um, major issues with feather top. Right. And um, we've been using a range of tactics between um, double knock promoxone and strategic tillage, you know. So that's been really helpful for us and working very effectively. Yeah, awesome. And, um, yeah, we have been introduced with flea vane from contract harvesters. Um, no, which no, has been, it's not good. Which is um, an issue for us. Mm. There's a lot of southern weeds that you wouldn't think would get through, but they do. Right. Focusing on doing a lot of our own, keeping the machinery clean and yeah. Yeah, doing more um, farm hygiene. Yeah, great. Is um, very important. Yeah. yeah so. And what did you take out of the forum day yesterday? What were some of the highlights for you? It's good to be made more aware of the, the vastness of the issue, I suppose, of resistance and the need to be more vigilant and careful with residuals as well. Yeah. Protecting our chemistry that we do have and what we have left. Yeah, I think strategic tillage is very vital that we wouldn't overuse our, our residual herbicides. And were there, were there any tactics which stood out for you which you think might fit your farming system you've heard about so far at Weed Smart Week? Nothing as in pinpoint but a little bit of everything managing residuals very important and working yeah. with your local agronomist to understand more of these products coming onto the market yeah definitely take advantage of it and use it at the right period of time and yeah. crop rotations and yeah as a whole they're yeah, very helpful awesome well thank you so much glad yeah. you've you've had a, a good experience yeah. There. yeah it's been great to meet other farmers and yeah see the same struggles and the same yeah, issues because we can all help each other. Yeah, you're not forward. going it alone. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 All right, great. No, Thank you great. so much. Thank you. Thank you very much to Dustin Steyer and Roy Steyer, two brothers who came to Eastmart Week farming in central Queensland. Great to have you along and hopefully they can spread the word up in that area about Weed Smart and some of the tactics and weed control methods they learnt about uh, on the Weed Smart Week adventure they had. Up next, Lou Pete, we're going to be hearing from one of the company reps, Stan Noonan from Syngenta, and he featured in Chris Roach's slideshow. Chris Roach is a farmer who spoke 
on the forum day about his experiences with his farming system and he had a photo of Stan with his brand new Mustang with a roo right in the grill. So it was... <laughs> That's not nice. That must have been heartbreaking. It's a beautiful looking car. Yeah, he had a funny face in the photo though. Stan, Stan was uh, yeah, quite a laugh the whole way through. Very positive guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, and obviously we couldn't speak to the company reps from uh, from all the different companies who attended and helped make We Smart Week possible. But there were lots of companies who were represented. Most of the stakeholders had sent people along, and so that was really fantastic to see. We really appreciate their involvement as well, and being there on the ground to see what We Smart Week is all about. So that is really important, and yeah, really thankful for their support to keep the event going well into the future. So, Stan was pretty funny. What did you think of his comments, Pete? Yeah, great. And look, I really love the fact that for Weed Smart, all of the companies, from different chemical companies and seed companies, they come together and we're working together towards a common goal. So, that's what it's all about. So, even though those guys are in competition with each other for sales of their products and so on, when it comes to Weed Smart, it's just so great to see them coming along and, and contributing uh, as if they all work together. So, we're really grateful to all of the stakeholders. Definitely. All right, let's hear what Stan has to say. Uh, Stan Noonan, I work with Syngenta as one of the Territory Sales Managers um, and I've been with them for 10 years and I think that it's uh, fantastic that uh, Weedsmart have pulled together the group this week to, uh, to come and discuss those uh, real issues uh, that, that we're all facing and uh, what I really got out of it this week was the, just meeting all these, the variation of people that have come together from south, north and, and you guys from over in the west as well, bringing us all together to see that we've really got some common issues. Yes, um, and and, uh, and then building those relationships going mm. forward as well, I guess, yep. the networking. Um, yeah, it's a really good thing and I'm really, really happy that's in general able to be part of that. Yeah, what were some of the highlights that came out of you or maybe some of the information which really stood out yesterday at the forum? Sure, I think that is that it's, it's an individualised approach on your farm. The likes of, say, Chris Roach uh, spoke and he said, look, he, he, he'd found that it was difficult to be doing the windrow burning and he probably preferred an overall approach, whereas other uh, fellows like Brad Paps were saying that he, he enjoyed the, he, well, he thinks it's hard work doing the windrow burning, but yeah. Yeah, but, but, but so I guess that it's the, the, the key bit that came out of it was that, that it was um, an individual approach, I guess, on your farm as opposed to just copying what your neighbour does or copying what someone else from down south does. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, glad you had a good time. Good on you, Jess. Awesome. Great stuff. Thanks very much to Stan Noonan there from Syngenta. We really appreciate you coming along. Now, Pete, up next, we're going to have our final interview with Paul McIntosh. He is the Northern uh, Extension Agronomist for Weed Smart and Ari, and he pretty much is going to sum up the event. But I also wanted to just thank our team and Cindy Benjamin. She writes for Weed Smart, so if you've been on the Weed Smart website and reading any articles, then you will know that uh, Cindy Benjamin is is our writer and she pretty much got all the farmers organised for this event. So a big thanks to her and a big thanks to the whole team as well. Everyone chipped in and, and made it possible. So, yeah, we really, really value our team. They're, they're excellent. So Greg and Kiralee, obviously, who came along, Lisa Mayer, our centre manager, Hugh Becky, the RE director, came along with us as well. So that was excellent. He also spoke on the day because you obviously couldn't be there, unfortunately. But, yeah, you also helped with putting the event together beforehand too. So it's a big team effort, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, and I think you said that Hugh on his bucket list was to see he's a kangaroo because he just moved here from Canada. And you well and truly uh, ticked that <laughs> box. Yeah. Yes, that's and right. Everyone's 
see another kangaroo ever again. Yeah, I was I was driving our eight hour journey, and I turned to I said to Hugh, who was sitting in the back, I said, "Oh, so Hugh, have you got your fill of kangaroo sightings yet?" And he said, "Yes, definitely." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and we saw so many animals from a tourism perspective. For the new Ari director, I think he's seen nearly every he's seen nearly every major animal from Australia. Saw echidnas. Yeah. We saw an echidna. We saw emus. Lots of different birds. We saw an illustrious, a king parrot. So, oh, right. yeah, heaps of different yeah, animals. Yeah, unfortunately, when things get very dry, the animals tend to congregate near the roads. That's right. Bit of green feed, but, yeah, fortunately, you didn't hit anything, Jess. No, I didn't hit anything. Yeah, quite proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a listen to Paul McIntosh, and he's going to give a nice overview of Weed Smart Week 2018. Let's take a listen. I'm here with Paul McIntosh. We've just wrapped up Weed Smart Week 2018 and you might be able to hear a bit of ambient noise. We are in the pub and we're getting a bit of harassment here, but how are you going, Paul? Uh, I'm pretty tired, Jess, but happy tired, I suppose, after the last two days for Weed Smart Week 2018 here at Narrabri. It's been fantastic. We had a great team for the Weed Smart team, as you know, and but so I'm feeling happy uh, but tired and uh, we've definitely done the job spreading the word. Yeah, excellent. And can you just give a bit of a wrap-up of... So we had the forum day and then we had the farm visits today. So two days made up Weed Smart Week this year. How was the forum day and what messages did you take out of it? What were the highlights? The whole day was a bit of a message uh, and it was all highlighted. There was We had some great speakers, didn't we? Like we had some farmers and we had some agros. That are, some of those agros are highly respected up here in the north and they really know their stuff and, and they perform magnificently. They mightn't be the best uh, orators in the whole thing, but they had their knowledge really first up there to show everybody what we can do and what we should be doing in this war on herbicide resistance. So they were fantastic and uh, and, and rightly so because they are the top of the tree, the ones we had. The farmers we had, which were mainly from... Uh, down south from uh, other years to show what we could do up here in the north with their efforts we're, we're just also very good like they're confident they've done this the, the action the hard yards that's yeah. the word the hard yards of, of herbicide resistance and weed control and, and no survivors and the big six and all that sort of stuff which is which is fantastic and they showed us and told us what we can do and and how to get the message across so there was a combination of good things whether there's agros from the north with the yeah. farming system who knew the system and then there's the farmers from the south putting their input into 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 our bloke's head so that they can get a get a grasp on how to control herbicides resistant weeds there certainly was and then today we had another great jam-packed day oh. we had a full program today visiting farms around the region what were some of the uh, things we saw today for we saw a lot of things today. We saw the introduction of livestock, which many of our members don't have, particularly sheep and cattle, onto the uh, farming system, so to clean up those weeds and, and get a hold of those weeds before the herbicide resistance spread so far. So that was pretty interesting. And uh, the farmers were good. It was dry as a chip, but they still stuck to their guns. And, of course, who could forget beefwood? It was a magnificent property. We saw, uh, saw some very big equipment. We saw the green-on-green uh, -green potential spray rig there. It's still in development, which is fantastic. And then, of course, we all remember the driverless tractor with the... Uh, a weeded IT sprayer on the back. Yes, and you threw Cindy in front of it I, to make I, sure I, that it would stop. Our lovely Cindy Benjamin, who writes for Weed Smart. Strong's a bit strong, but I did suggest that we all voted on it, and Cindy won the vote. So, so Cindy Benjamin was the uh, the person that stood in front of the uh, the. the uh, driverless tractor, the autonomous tractor, along with the owner of the said tractor, so that was a good combination. And they were getting nervous, but they jumped out of the road, and, and isn't that magnificent, that tractor, just coming down the paddock with the weeded IT sprayer on, and turning that corner and going back up for another it run. It was awesome to it see, It was yeah. quite remarkable, and I thought, I can understand 
why Glenn Coffin was talking about the staff, because we know that staff are hard to get uh, to, to drive these uh, technical machines we have these days. So that is one way that you just get someone to just check on it every now and then and come and rescue it if it sends out an SOS on the SMS department. So it was, it was a great thing there. And then, of course, we went on to... Uh, I think we went on to lunch, didn't we? I think we did, and can we just say the catering, relish catering oh. on Forum Day, and then all the uh, the yep. catering Proper Creek, excellent, it was really good. great. Yeah. I know I had two of the meals, and uh, Tony Lockery had two as well, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we both compared notes, and they were both all very nice. So, That's and, good to and hear. then. And then we went on to the Jackson family, who we know all know and love now, the, the full complement of Jackson family uh, with, uh, with Father Peter in it, and Brad doing a talk session yesterday morning, and uh, it, was, it was truly magnificent, and Peter had some pretty sincere words to say about uh, you know, the, uh, the mental aspects of the, of the farming and the dry times we're having up here, so the stuff. And of course we saw that magnificent D11-sized dozer, which none of us will ever see, and of course Lisa and I got to sit in it. So. But that was the fun part of the thing, and of course the, the whole message that they are, and Gary Yona, from Landmark, they're agronomists for the Jackson family, summed it up. He said they're a great family and they don't let anything go undone. So if there's rocks to be picked up or wheat to be controlled before they set seed, which is another major milestone of our Wheat Smart program, if they see that sort of thing happen, they go and do it. So it doesn't matter whether they're five years old or 65 years old, according to Peter, they go and pick that rock up and they go and stop that weed from, from uh, producing seed and get rid of it pretty smart. So that was quite, uh, quite an eye-opener that uh, people are still prepared to use a chip hoe or a spray rig yeah. or simple hands pulling out weed control. Yeah, that's excellent. After the years of doing a 1,000 acres before breakfast with a litre of Roundup in a spray rig, we've come back to that one-on-one with a weed full circle full circle full circle isn't it unbelievable (laughs) it is unbelievable but it yeah it is great to see that people are open-minded and are willing to go back and yeah really get on top of the weeds and and be focused on that control aspect great to see great to see and of course i some when i said uh, got the opportunity to do a bit of a summary of the forum yesterday peter newman gave me a phrase about uh influence not just information well we gave them the information the last two days whether they took it all in at the time and other but that I wonder if that information, and so we hope, that information they've got the last two days is going to influence them on doing something different on their farm for weed control. Definitely, and we hope that also they share those messages with friends and family oh. and, and people at the pub or at the sports club. We hope that those conversations about what they learnt carry on and we you know, have that impact on more than just the people who attended because obviously not everyone can attend, no. but great messages were... Uh, coming out of Weed Smart Week this year and yeah we really hope that it, it spreads and, yeah. yeah it's fantastic and of course who could forget Peter Bates from the Downs who's got the only uh, email chaff deck and stripper front in Queensland and, and he's so passionate about that and, and it was fantastic to have Peter down here and uh, talk about his, yes. his pet subject he loves it and he's quite willing to work with us all the time and uh, that was really good too yeah and congratulations to you Paul you put in lots of hard yards as well and with along with Cindy Benjamin in the north you guys are a team to be reckoned with and we pulled yeah. It all together but you guys did a great job and it yeah. was a successful event so thank well you, done Jess. to you thank you Jess and of course the, the thing that I, I recognise is that we got Wheat Smart shirts on we're all a part of a team and That's there was a right. team outfit so yes we all had some hard times especially with you you poor level <laughs> just having to drive all that way because the plane's getting cancellation a 2 o'clock arrival on a, on a Sunday night 2am that is 2.30am 2.30am yeah. <laughs> forgot about the 30 minutes <laughs> It's, an, it's not a good start to a, a couple of big days. It's taken some organising. Yeah. So hats off to all you guys for fronting up at 6 o'clock next morning to get into it and have a big day, big forum day that takes a lot of organising, a lot of energy. And uh, we had, you know, 130, 140 people there or something like that. Yes, and we did. So yeah. that's a huge thing compared to what we had, you know, 10 days ago when we were yeah. sort of all starting to pull our hair out. 
not that I've got much of that, but <laughs> pulling the hair out because there was not enough numbers. So it wasn't a great result for not only uh, herbicide resistance in the north, but for our Weed Smart team over here. So congratulations to all of us. Yes, you've summed it up well, Paul. Thank you very much. Good on you, Jess. Thank you very much to Paul McIntosh there, our Northern Extension agronomist who played an integral part in making sure that Weed Smart All Week 2018 was a success. We really appreciate all his hard work. And he does have a bit of a tough gig, doesn't he, Pete? Yeah, well, he does have a really tough gig. Herbicide resistance is quite new to a lot of growers in that part of the world and there are so many different weed species with resistance and there's summer crops and winter crops, so... Paul has an enormous task in terms of trying to get the message out there about managing herbicide-resistant weeds with this range of diverse tactics. So, yeah, well done to Paul for pulling Weed Smart Week together in the north and uh, good luck to him for the future, I guess, to keep his shoulder to the wheel and, and get that uh, get that train moving because it's it's quite a it's quite a big job that he's got, and, but he loves it. He's committed to it and he uh, is completely committed to doing something about weeds. So yes. he keeps telling us that and, yeah, well done to Paul. Yeah, and he had a great presentation on the forum day as well, which I'm sure everyone would agree. So, yeah, really uh, well done to you as well, Paul, and well done to all the people involved in making We Smart Week a big success this year. And I'm currently in the process of putting together all of the video footage and the photos and all the media that uh, we captured during the event and so is Cindy Benjamin. So definitely keep an eye out on the Weed Smart Twitter feed and also the Weed Smart website and Facebook pages as we'll be filtering through little updates about Weed Smart Week that you'll be able to uh, check out and you'll be able to watch the presentations if you weren't able to attend the forum day as well. So yeah, make sure you engage with that content when it becomes available. That just about sums it up, Pete. Thanks very much for uh, being co-host again and we'll hopefully have another successful event next year. I'm sure we will with BCG co-organising. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, being co-host uh, was too easy, Jess. <laughs> you remember <laughs> the hard work that you guys have put in, so well done to you and the rest of the team putting on a great effort at Weed Smart Week, putting on a great show and going to the extra yard to make sure it happens. All right. Thanks very much, everyone. See you later.